Welcome to IF Issues. I'm Lucifer Storm, and I've got one very quick question for you. That's right, you. How are you? How the devil art thou? Hopefully, you're keeping well and keeping safe. Now, just to let you guys know, our guest is running a little late, so I'm going to try and do the best that I can to fill in on my own until our guest arrives. Hopefully, he'll be here real shortly. So first of all, I just want to remind everyone that I currently have an Indiegogo campaign for my forthcoming outlaw graphic novel, Lady Satan, an Angel in a Killer's Dress. You will find a link to this campaign in the description box down below there's only five days left and we are at 66 percent funded so please consider coming along and and backing the campaign or take a look and share the link with your friends i know that some of you have already been doing that which is absolutely awesome of you i cannot thank you enough every little bit helps even if you can't back this campaign sharing that link goes a long long way so like i said please take a look at this campaign and let me tell you lady satan an angel in a killer's dress is a revenge thriller unlike any other it takes elements of the horror and the thriller genre and blends them together with a noir aesthetic to create a truly haunting character-driven tale through darkness and vengeance this book is available in digital editions soft cover editions and hardcover editions as well and here's some of the artwork that i'm sure some of you are, are sick of seeing i'm sure i'm sure some of you want to see some new artwork and you will when the time is right you will see some of the new artwork for this book on top of that I just want to let you guys know that our guest this evening is responsible for this Facebook page, this Facebook group uh, called Comic Related Madness. It's an absolutely wonderful group. You will get to meet lots of indie creators and some bigger name creators in there as well. You get to see a lot of live streams. You'll get to see a lot of the campaigns that are being launched and stuff. It's a great group. If you want to check out that group, there's a link in the description box down below. And our guest is also responsible for a little something we like to call Cromcom. So could you please welcome to I Have Issues, Mr. Pops Van Sant. Pops, how the devil art thou, good sir? Freaking awesome, bro. How are you doing? <laughs> I'm not too bad, man. Not too bad. I'm glad that for once I'm able to get you on my channel rather than me being on your channel. <laughs> hey, it, it was destined to happen. It was Absolutely. To happen. Have you seen Steve? I was just about to ask you the same thing. Have you seen Steve? Because I haven't seen him anywhere. I think he's breaking lockdown laws. I, I don't know what he's doing. I, I'm I'm telling you, I've been posting pictures. I've been posting even satellite pictures looking for dude. Man, I can't find him. I know. He is so elusive, isn't he? <laughs> Say hi to Marv and Zach and Brianna and everybody who's in the chat. Love you guys. Yes, these guys are absolutely awesome, and we're really glad to have you here. And if you have any questions for Pops, please put them in the chat. I will be checking every now and then. Like I said, we've got Marv, we've got Poncho, we've got Zach, who, uh, let's see what he says. He says, I thought there wasn't going to be a stream tonight. Happy surprise. Hello, all. Yes, this was kind of a, a last-minute arrangement, but it's all good. We, we like little surprises like this. Yes. And we've also I, I, got Bree who says, uh, hey, hey, how is everyone doing? I am sad I don't use Facebook now. 
That's it's the only reason to go there. It's the best kept secret. It's like it is. I don't even look at my Facebook newsfeed anymore. If I want if I want the conflict, I can just go to Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> the cesspool that is. I mean, on Facebook, I go to my group. That's all I go to. And there's none of yeah. that other crap. So it's just all about everybody's campaigns, pe- artists, you know, commissions, everybody's, everybody's stuff. It's just yeah. about their stuff. And that's what the madness is about. That's, you know, that's why we started CromCon everything. It's, it's about exposure is king right now. Hell you guys yes. know that. You guys know that. Hell yes. And people are loving CromCon from what I've been seeing, man. It's, it's just been so fucking awesome. I had so much fun this last, on Saturday. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> Doing CromCon Europe was a blast, okay? Because... First off, I got to meet seven or eight people I'd never met before, yep. which was cool. I got to spend more time hanging out with you. You know, Glenn was awesome. Dave, come on. these You know, Tim, <laughs> these guys had such great stuff to show off and stories to tell. And it was like, this is what it's about. Yeah. You know, this, this is what you don't even get if you meet these guys at a con unless you get lucky enough to catch them without a line. <laughs> yes, absolutely. You no, know, you don't got time for no half hour just sitting and BSing with them. You don't get to do that. Although I will say I got very lucky and I got to spend like 15 minutes talking to Mike Zach once, which was totally cool. <laughs> 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 I just caught him when there was nobody around his booth and I couldn't believe there was nobody there. And I got to get everything I had signed and, you know, like just talking to him as a blast. Oh man, that's awesome! That's awesome. How about you tell everyone how Cromcon and comic book related madness came to be? Well, comic related madness came to be because I got kicked out of another group. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to say the group, and I don't really know why. Yeah. Okay, I really don't. I, you know, whatever. Anyway, so I was really like just almost at the point of disgusted with comic book groups Hmm. because you know either either political or or you know they won't let you promote people or for whatever reason i was getting i was just disgusted it was a couple days and i was like you know what screw that i i was a major contributor in every group i've been in okay every you know up until i made this one and now this is the one i'm a major contributor in okay but I was a major contributor in these groups, and then I was like either leaving because they were got ridiculous or getting kicked out of them. And it was finally, I was like, all right, I'm just going to make my own. And everybody can come in here and promote, and everybody can come in here and, and share what they got going on and talk about it because nobody else will let you do it. Yeah. You know? So that was how it started. And my buddy Raj, who is the creator of a book called Mojo Risen, Raj yep. Mahan decided to take this Pops Van Zant persona, or he took my my alter ego, okay, my nickname, and create created a comic book character, and he used my nickname as the name for the character, and yeah. used my likeness for the character, and it was like, cool. I mean, it's not really me, okay, but I mean, it's it's alter ego, like, right. So I was like, okay, I'm going to use that alter ego to promote the book. 
used the group to promote the book and we started promoting Mojo Risen like hmm. back in November last year or November 19th. I mean, and we promoted it all the way up till we were getting ready to release it in April. Bam, COVID. Oh, damn okay, COVID. So COVID didn't <laughs> just stop the production of the comic book that my buddy was doing or slow it down, hmm. but it shut everything down. Yeah. Now, by then, my group had four, five, six hundred people. I don't remember exactly. But all my friends were like, had money invested in tables all for the whole summer coming up. And they had no tables to go to for 2020, right? Mm. Okay, so here we are in April of 2020. And I'm talking to my friend, Brian Polito. And I'm like, what are you going to do, dude? And he's like, I'm just getting my stuff shit back from Seattle. ECCC went down, right? I'm just getting my yeah. stuff shipped back to Phoenix. And I'm just going to do an online con. Cool. Brian yeah, Polito awesome. had the following where he could do that, sell all his books, right? Yeah. I mean, he already had the following. So already had the online following, already, you know, everything. So for him, it was a hiccup. Yeah. For all my other friends, they didn't have that kind of following, that kind of resources, that kind of all that. And I was like, well, crap. I'm going to do an online con and I'm going to bring all my friends and, and we're going to start doing this, you know, and I told Brian about it and Brian actually came out for the first CromCon back in April and, and did the final panel. Yeah. You know, and it was awesome. Learned a whole bunch about, you know, crowdfunding campaigns, um, marketing, you know, Brian was very helpful. He showed off something that had never been showed off before. So I even had a CromCon exclusive in our first first go at it. You know, I didn't know what I was doing, bro. This is the, <laughs> guest, this is the guest list for my first con. And we did three yes. days, Saturday, Sunday, or Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. You see at the bottom there, it says Polito. But this is how organized I was back in April. I kept this thing, man, because this is a reminder of where where we started this from, right? Yes. I did it on a paper plate, y'all. That was what I had handy to write stuff down on the day I decided to do this and start scheduling it. It was like, uh, I didn't even know to keep it on the stupid computer, make an event post, none of that crap, you know? <laughs> I mean, I was like total, I didn't know anything about StreamYard. I was a complete and utter plebe when it came to doing any of this. The only advantage I had was a few, I don't know, maybe a year and a half working for a friend of mine at Z-Rock where I was his mm. sidekick and guy that answered the phones and did all the, you know, crap on the side and made snide yeah. comments in the background. And, you know, the only experience I had to fall back on was that I knew I could be this guy. Yeah. I could I could come out here and talk to people and help them promote their books and sell their books and and maybe not I don't know not as good as some people do it but I learned from them I'm oh, getting yeah. better all the time you know uh, we were out here yesterday with uh, Rich Parada yes Santesi and he's like over half funded you know yeah. in 24 hours he's over halfway funded and he's on somebody else's show right now i tell him the circuit now you gotta hit the circuit bro gotta go everywhere oh, yeah. on everybody's show and it's like i'm just trying to help everybody get as much exposure as possible 
which you is know, awesome. don't have 600 people walking by your table on Saturday. Hmm. Here's Cromcom. Yeah. You yeah. know, we'll get as many people looking at it as possible. We hooked up with Kevin at uh, NSC Live TV, got a channel over there. He's got bigger things popping for Cromcon. I can't really go into right yet, but you know what I mean? It's like we got plans, man. We, it's like we're going to keep going, keep doing this. I don't know when they're going to let us go back to uh, any kind of cons. I don't know. Who knows, man? You know, so I'm going to keep doing this. And as long as you guys come out, as long as you guys come get them 30 second spot or 30 minute spots, we're going to keep doing it once a month. You know. Oh yeah, hell yeah, man! Zachary's in the chat. And he says, "I'm sold on pops already. Where can we follow him for non-creepy fan purposes?" <laughs> and I can tell you right now, Zach, in the description box down below, there is a link to Pops's uh, Facebook group, Comic Book Related Madness. There is also a link to his YouTube channel and his Twitter. I highly recommend that if you are on all of those platforms, you sign up to each and every one. You want to keep an eye on this man because what he's been able to do has been absolutely absolutely amazing and we need more people like that because usually in the world of the indies it, it's every man for themselves kind of thing you know we everyone's found, got a book to sell we have found so many cool people though yeah okay i mean like like you said something about there's a lots of live streams going on in the group if you go to the group every night there's five six different shows you oh, yeah. find everybody, everything that's going on in the madness. I try to make sure we got, if I see it, I put it there. Yeah. You know, I mean, but it also comes down to like tonight we're doing another show. We're doing Luke Stone. Uh, yes. He launched hybrids, the killing fields, I think at midnight last night. And it's already like only 250 bucks from being funded. And it's like, we're going to go out there tonight. And we're going to pop that one over the top. You nice. know. It's like this, I'm having fun, bro. You know, I mean, come on. This whole thing has been for me. Yeah, Marv knows. I just have a blast. Hell <laughs> so yeah! I man. show up everywhere. I show up at Marv's work in 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 Portugal. Yes. He doesn't even know I'm gonna be there. Boom! There's pop <laughs> on the screen. He's like, what the fuck? <laughs> I remember seeing that video, man. That was fucking amazing what you guys Marv managed to pull off for him. I never seen Marv swear so much until that video. He was just like <laughs> 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 he was caught caught by surprise and it was so much fun. It was a blast, man. You know, all these everything I've done, all of it's been so much fun. Meeting everybody and and I don't know. When I get to go out and tell everybody that this book funded, and I get to yeah. go make that post where it says funded in capital letters over that. <laughs> yeah, man. That's, and that's like, all I'm trying to do. Get everybody's books out there. Now the next step hmm. will be getting their books in my local comic store. Yes. That'll be next. But we getting there. Slowly but things. That's what I'm saying. It's like this has led to thought patterns that I probably wouldn't have ever gotten anywhere near. Yeah. You know, I'm thinking about a lot of different things now that I never thought about before. So you never know what can happen. Like 
what you've what you've created truly is the silver lining to the mushroom cloud that is covid because like you said <laughs> it's now 2021 we still don't know when shit's going to get back to normal we don't know when comic cons are going to be back on but yet every single month without fail there's a crumb con there are people showing up to participate in crumb con whether they are creators or just people in the chat who just want a want to hear a few friendly voices and learn about new creators that they didn't know existed before we've and even i think vendors we've, we've even yeah. had vendors um uh, tobias kodachrome moto glass we've even had people come out and show off the stuff that they'd usually be setting a booth up yep. at the con you know and they don't have that spot either mm. you see what i'm saying moto glass makes some excellent glass etchings shot glasses um liquor decanters every freaking thing man with the just the most detailed you know the uh Re rebel and and empire symbols yes where they're they're falling off into ships do you yes. know what i'm talking about where it's disintegrating yeah. into ships he does that on a glass dude nice it is <laughs> like on like three four times you know um yeah. great dude you can find him on facebook moto glass m-o-t-o-g-l-a-s-s -S. And and if you go look at his stuff, you'd just be amazed. Yeah, uh, Tobias Kodachrome, same thing. He's in the group. He sells these uh, kaleidoscope type things where he actually cuts pages of the books, yeah. and they're in the glass like a shadow box type thing, three dimensional type standout. Some of them are just way badass, you know. And it's it doesn't matter. It's like if you're missing out on that table setup, you're welcome to come set your table up at Cromcom. That's you awesome. That's that is so awesome. Bree in the chat says, "Thankful every day I have found all of you guys in the vastness of the interwebs." That's how much of an impact Cromcom makes. And we've also got Wally in the chat who says, when I click the right one, who says, hello all, cheers. Hello, yeah. Wally, how the devil are thou, good sir? And we have Zachary in the chat. He says, I actually have a question that I've been meaning to ask for a while. How do you get your name out there and market yourself and your writing? Where to market myself and work before publishing something? Chromecon, baby! That's exactly. what you do. <laughs> 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 You make a post with some of your art or or your your pitch. Lucifer knows. Go ahead and oh, make yes. like when I did when I first started doing for uh, Mojo Risen, I made a post that had like four or five pieces of the original art from from the you know right from the beginning concept of the book. Not even what it looks like now, but that was what we had to work with, right? I had like four or five of the, of the pieces of art. I wrote up a quick synopsis of what it was, told who the people involved were, and I posted that shit in my group. Yeah. I didn't even Twitter back then, okay? All I had was the group, okay? We did that for months, like I said, and then April came along and COVID boom, okay? Yeah. Well, COVID boom for us was kind of a blessing because Raj had a colorist in mind that wasn't available earlier in the year that suddenly was available <laughs> come April. So we got to add Edwin Artex Badio to the crew and enhance the color of the book. And, you know, they got, they had extra time. They got to add extra pages, just all kinds of stuff to enhance it, and make it better. So that when it did get released, it was, you know, even better than it would have been, which 
I saw a picture of Raj signing these books on Saturday night. Nice. And a picture of Raj signing them. So they're coming, people. I can't oh, that's wait. fantastic. I can't wait, man. That's he awesome. message to say, he said, you guys overpledged. What'd you overpledge for? I said, oh, my mom wanted a copy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fantastic. My 80-year-old, very, you know, religious mom wants a copy of the voodoo book with her son in it. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, oh, that's wonderful. Seriously, man, you make up a post. You you make a nice little pre presentation post. You drop it in the comic related madness. I'll post it up on Twitter where Lucifer and, and Shay and all these other cool people are gonna grab it and they're gonna drop it all over the freaking place. The network yeah. is growing, y'all. It's gonna be go. It's gonna be seen on places NSC Live TV. It's gonna be picked up by different podcasters. These people are gonna want to talk to you about your book. Just like what I want to do tonight with Luke, what I did yesterday with Rich, what exactly what Lucifer does with his guests. It's like, this is the network. This is the way it is now. We don't, it, it, there is no, it, the sky's the limit. Whatever yeah. you can think of to get people to look at, man, I went, I'm not going to lie. Okay. I posted the link to Mojo Risen's Kickstarter on Chris freaking Jericho's live stream. I, I got no shame, bro. No I was trying to promote my friend's book and I didn't care. Yeah. yeah. I got some people that got pretty sick of pops sharing all the time. Okay. There's still some groups that like, man, come on. But I'm trying to promote all you guys. And if I look at the name of a group and it's like, I create indie comics or, or support indie comics. When I post CromCon in their group, I expect them to show that crap. Hell yes. Okay. I don't expect them to send me some text about man, you spamming all the time. No, <laughs> dude, it's four shows over the weekend. Okay. It's part one, part two on day one. It's part one, part two on day two. I don't hit it in your group four times. Yeah. You might see it on your personal feed 15 times because you're in 15 of the same groups I am. And I'm hitting <laughs> them all, baby. I'm trying to get you guys exposure. Okay. That that is the key that you know? really is the key like we, we've got so many tools available to us through the internet i mean we've mentioned twitter and yes it is a cesspool i <laughs> i make no qualms about that whatsoever but i still use it i still oh, yeah. promote my shit on there i schedule tweets throughout the day and i get that shit up there you got to be a little shameless sometimes and yeah. like you know for, for upcoming writers who like because i think the hardest thing for a writer is if they haven't been published before, if they haven't even self-published before, they've, they've got nothing under their belt, it's a lot harder for a writer to find an audience because all they've got to show is a script and they're showing it to comic book readers who want to see art and words together. They don't want to see mm -hmm. a block of text. So what I recommend, Zach, is sit down, write some four-page stories, some eight-page stories, see if you can get a friend to illustrate some of them or just use the scripts, make a website, put a few of those up for people to read for free, and then share it like no fucking tomorrow. Yeah, Utilize yeah. things like Webtoons and Tapas as well. Because I know a couple of people that are doing that, and they may not be getting millions of views, but they're getting a few people checking out their stuff. Word of mouth is still key. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, it's, look, we showed, that, we showed Mojo Risen off for months. Okay, it funded in 48 minutes. We had 135 backers. It was Raj's first book. Okay, mm -hmm. I didn't know anything about marketing. 
at all. Yeah. I told you, I'm the paper plate guy. Okay. <laughs> I didn't know nothing about any of this. All I knew was nobody's going to be. See, he had sent me a picture of or a print of what the banner was going to look like that was going to be hanging behind his table. Mm-hmm. And nobody's going to see that banner. Okay, so I was out there trying to get people to see this as much as possible because I realized that there ain't going to be no tables all summer long. Mm. Nobody's going to see this if we don't show it to them. So the first thing that comes to my mind is a quote in a rush tune, a Neil Pert lyric, and the quote is, I know they've always told you that selfishness was wrong, yet it was for me, not you, that I came to write this song. Do what you do, promote what you do. Don't think it's being selfish. We know we want to know what's in your mind, we want to know what's in your heart. You give it out through your art, and that's how we receive it. I've been a fan all my life. Okay, I owe comic creators, people that have done this stuff, I owe them a lifetime of entertainment. Okay, they've been entertaining me all my life, all the way up to, you know, the movies, right? <laughs> well, I don't want to get into all that, right? But you know what I'm saying? It's like, even to giving me eye candy, okay? Yeah. But what I'm saying is, is these people that created these characters way back when, when I was a junior, you know, I owe them a lifetime of entertainment. They've entertained me all my life. Yeah. I'm giving a little bit back now. And when I can have somebody like Mike Barron or or Keith Williams, people like this on my show that were part of that childhood, part of that growing up, and I get to tell them thank you in person, and not just like thank you, sign my book, bye, like happens at a con, (laughs) right? But actually get to talk to them and have, you know, an actual conversation. Dude, you can't beat this. This is like the reward on top of the inter- lifetime of entertainment. I get icing on the cake, too. Don't ever think it, this is like, uh, I'm working so hard. It is a lot of work. I schedule these things. I'm in this chair. I promote the hell out of them. But I have so much fun that one weekend out of a month that it's all worth it. Hell yeah. Man. You know what I mean? I have a blast, man. And just like when I met you the first time, I was like, oh, 30 minutes wasn't enough. We're talking again. <laughs> yeah, you know? straight. And now every single com com that comes up, I'm like, I'm in, I'm in, I'm in. Because <laughs> it's just too much fun. Just too much fun. And I just quickly want to say hello to Jake and Copartacus in the chat. Uh, Wally says, you can't see it, but I'm wearing my shades in solidarity. <laughs> and Copartacus says, do safety goggles count? Yes. yes, 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 they do, good sir. <laughs> yes, they do. So, tell us how you got into comics. Where does your comic book journey begin? <laughs> I was a mythology nerd. Okay, third or fourth grade, I can't remember. Miss Bota, I think it was fourth grade. Yeah, the last 10 minutes of class every day, she would read out of a children's version of the Trojan War. Nice. Achilles, Hector, Ajax, everybody, I'm down. This is freaking awesome. I'm in. I started reading mythology. I'm in the library. I'm pulling all of it. You know, fourth, fifth, sixth grade, it was crazy, right? Um, 70, I want to say 76, maybe 74, somewhere in there. Defenders number 10. I'm in the shopping mall or in the shop. 
you know, the supermarket in the in the checkout line and they had the spinner racks. Yeah. And there I am, you know, I'm too cool for comics. I ain't looking at that. I'm a mythology nerd. I'm too cool for comics, right? <laughs> I glance over and there's Thor. Nice. And I'm like, wait a minute, what is this? It was Defenders number 10 with Thor and Hulk. Okay. Awesome. Mom, we buy this. You gonna read it? Yeah, I'm gonna read it. <laughs> buy it. Okay. Before you knew it, I was in the comics. Now that was the uh, like the finale of that crossover between the Avengers and the Defenders, right at the beginning of the Defenders run. Yeah. The battle for the evil eye or something like that. So it was the end of the story. So there's my jackass at the super supermarket the next day looking through every spinner rack trying to find all the mother parts <laughs> to the story, right? I needed Defenders 7, 8, 9, and Avengers 115 through 120 or some crap like that, right? So I'm I'm at the wall or I'm at the Walgreens or whatever it was, Woolworths, I think was the name of the drugstore at the time. Yeah. I'm in every spinner rack in the hood trying to find all these books. I eventually found them. A couple of them were way in the back, all mangled up, and you know, but I eventually got to read the whole story. And uh yes, I do have a better better set of them right here, right now. <laughs> <laughs> At least the defenders are here, the Avengers are down there. But I do have that whole story again, yes, because this is my fourth collection. Yeah. Okay. Life happens. Oh God, doesn't it just you know, life happens. I mean, this is my fourth one. And it ain't my biggest, but it's definitely my best because I've actually I fixed my camera, bro, so I can do oh, this. Nice. All this wall on this side that you never get to see is all the original art, except oh. for two prints. The Monty, the signed Monty uh Moore is a print and the signed Greg at Greg Harms from nice. the from the theater poster today. Um, I can't remember what theater that was for, but the Palace Theater or something like that. He did the poster for it, and but the rest of it's all original art, you know. And nobody ever gets to see that because I'm I didn't have my camera where you can move it, but now I I fixed that so I can show stuff off without pulling it off the wall. <laughs> <laughs> Did you Dave know? inspire you by any chance after being on Chromecon and going, look at this book and this book? Did oh, yeah. Dave inspire you? I mean, I still have uh, some of them just sitting over here that, where is the, like this one I have to mail out. We gave it away last week. This is the uh, oh, nice. the movie, the one that they gave away at the movie, right? Yeah. It's a, it's a real thin, you know, it's not like a full-size comic or whatever, but mm. Uh, I gave that away the other night in the madness. And uh, this is Elysian Fields, um, Michael Odin's book. Oh, sweet. The, the original or the, the zero that was the holofoil cover. Just sweet book all the way around. And uh, oh, oh, nice. Oh, see, that's that's that mojo risen. That's man. It's going to get here this week. I'm so jacked for that. I'm going to do a show just so I can show that one off when it gets here. <laughs> I had to get Raj to come on the show with me. 
Hell yeah, man. Hell yeah. In the chat, we have Mr. Tickle Trunk, who says, quickly puts on shades to fit in. Good man, Mr. Tickle Trunk. And uh, Zachary says, fan haters are like a double-edged sword. They hate you and your work, but it's free marketing and word of mouth, all while interacting and watching, reading your content. Thanks for the promotion, haters. I couldn't agree more. Even if I tried, that is so damn true. <laughs> and you don't even have to create it. And yeah. you don't have to acknowledge it. Yeah. Be you. Own who you are and you can always be yourself, man. Absolutely, man. It, it's like I mean? it's, it's like what I said to you uh, the other day. I think I said it to John Hervey yesterday as well, probably after the stream. Like, you know, a lot of people are out there with their book and they're going, buy my book. It's a superhero book. It's this, 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 this. And what I pointed out was when you go to a Chinese restaurant, you get your meal and then you get a fortune cookie. Do you get the cookie because of the cookie or because of the fortune? Sell the fortune, not the cookie. Trust That's right. me. That's right. And uh, Pancho in the chat says, I was a mythology nerd too. So you're not alone on that one, Pops. Oh, man. I know so many people that are into mythology. Actually, Michael's book, this book right here is based on mythology. Um, Elysian Fields. It nice. covers all the different Egyptian, um, Roman. You got, you know, everything. Asgard, everybody's represented in this set of books. Uh, Pyramid Gambit's the one that is out right now. Dude, if you like mythology, go check that out. Michael Oden, O-D-E-N, Elysian Fields. You will dig it. It's definitely a mythology nerd's dream. It's, you know, it's just like uh, just like John Herbie's book. You know, yeah. it, it branches a little. It gives you a little bit of all the different types of mythology. That's why I'm an Asgardian nerd, though. You know, I mean, that's why Asgard's my favorite part of the Marvel, yeah, universe is because I'm a mythology nerd. They could have done Hercules way more justice than they did. They made him into a dummy. You know, I didn't. I mean, so... Thor's a noble dummy. <laughs> <laughs> So you've you've appeared in a in a few comic books now because of everything that you've done. How many comic books have you appeared in? Well, I mean, I'm 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 in uh, the crew, which is a Todd War Dog Wargilla, yeah, book, a Doghouse production. Cool. Um, which as the story goes on, I'll be taking on more of a of a role. But I did I just had my first cameo in number two. Which is nice. kind of funny because I'm just checking out a hottie running by, jogging by, and I'm like, <laughs> you know. But um, then there's this one, of course, Mojo Risen, which I'm actually a pretty prominent character in, so that one's gonna be cool. I'm making an appearance in Florida Man. Cool. I will be ringside at at the uh, wrestling match so when you when you see the wrestling matches check ringside me and my son be there <laughs> my son as well. um i know i'm scheduled my my appearance is going to be used in elysian fields i think in in issue number four uh there's a book that somebody else is is creating where i'm going to be a major character in as in as a space pirate cop sort of guy i don't really know see one of the things is i tell him if you're gonna do that don't tell me because i want to read it when it as a fan 
Yeah. You know, like Mojo, I know a little bit about, but I've been very strict with them guys not to tell me <laughs> the story, the story. I want to read the story when I get the book, you know. Yeah. So that's that's why I'm excited to get it, everybody. It's not just because I'm in it. It's like I haven't read it yet. I'm just like everybody else who backed it. I'm waiting to read it, you know. Yes. So I could have I could have got a, a PDF of it right away and looked at it, but you know. But no, 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 no. You got you got to nope. have that physical copy in your hand. <laughs> exactly. You know what I'm talking about. Hell yeah, man! So obviously, you're not just a fan; you're a collector as well. Yes. What what is your most prized possession in your collection? Yeah, that's hard because I got Walt's signature on on a book. I got Stan's signature on a book. Nice. I got one of those black metal Brian Polito only thirteen done John mm. Boy Myers books. I I don't know, man. That's hard. That's hard to. <laughs> I got Mike Jack signed the Chuck Norris number one for me, the Karate Commandos. You know, it's like I don't know. Is it? There's some good stuff back there, man. I got. I got a McFly. Do you poo? Cool. Okay. I got a. Oh, what's that up there? I got a Buzz Vampirilla nice really signed by buzz i you know it's like i got one of those uh anna cho vampirillas with the uh the 300 the 300 homage the spidey mm. 300 homage right and uh, i got a greg horn up there signed the not it's not it's gwenham i think gwenham yeah yeah greg horn and I got a Frank Cho, and man, it's. And then I got a bunch more in the drawer. I can't even. I got Peter David. I got all kinds of people, you know. Fantastic. I mean, and some of them have turned out to be great heroes, and some of them I just like kind of ignore what they say and read what they write. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was just about to say, what are your feelings of the state of the industry at the moment? Because obviously almost everything across the board is very divided and comics, especially you see that all the time, especially going on to Twitter, you can see that huge divide. Uh, so yeah. What do you think of the comic book industry at the moment? Do you think the indies are in the better position? Do you think the mainstream is still going strong? Um, well, I can tell you by the look, we all know what's going on. Yeah. You know, there's there's a media push. There's, you know, we don't we don't even have to go into it. You go to the comic related madness and you look and see that there's pretty much everybody's there. Mm. And, and nobody gets excluded from promoting their work because of whatever side they fall on as long as they don't come out here preaching about whatever side they fall on we don't care show us what you're doing okay yeah. we're fans trust me you guys the fans don't care that much most of these arguments are between you guys <laughs> i'm just saying <laughs> we might chirp in with our opinions but we're not the ones that start the threads. Yeah. 
I'm just, I'm being honest. We're not the ones that started. We're commenting on what Neil Adams said, whether we agree or not. Yeah. Okay. We're not the ones going out there fucking making up things about Neil Adams <laughs> and, and, and expecting him to come comment to us. Do you see what I'm saying? So yeah. they, they put themselves out there and, and it's like, if the division comes from something you're doing, stop doing that. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, that's what I'm saying. My group, somebody comes in there and starts preaching the division, I'll be like, stop doing that. <laughs> yeah. And if they continue to do that, I'll, you know, show them where the door is out the group because I want everybody to show me what they're doing. Hmm. I want to see your project. Yeah. I don't care to find out that one of my heroes is somebody I don't like. I don't want to find that out. You know what I mean? Nobody wants to find out that their hero ain't who they thought they were. <laughs> yeah. and, and we find that out by seeing what they say on social media. No matter which side you're on, somebody on the other side that you admired is going to say something you don't agree with. Mm. So what? Yeah. yeah, absolutely. So fucking what? <laughs> you know <laughs> We, we, we've seemed to have forgotten how to separate the art from the artist, which I think is a very sad thing. And, and the whole thing is, is, you know, I love to I encourage people to come to the group and promote and self-promote what they're doing. Yeah. Not what they're feeling. Do you understand what I'm saying? It's like, yeah. I don't care what you feel about world issues. I want to know what you're selling us for the industry. Yes. I want to know what you're inputting i want to know what you're giving us tangibly that we can go right on we can grab a hold of that and get through this really weird time in in <laughs> world history yeah don't feed the garbage give us something to help us get through it mm. you know and and man i love to encourage people to join the madness and i hate telling people you gotta go yes i can imagine I that. that okay yeah. And it's only usually because they just don't listen. You tell them, hey, man, just don't do that here, okay? This this is for promoting your stuff, not your – it's not your soapbox. It's not my Absolutely. soapbox. I don't go there and tell everybody what I think. Yeah. Can I oh, do what? What? You've got you a special guest. <laughs> oh, you're going outside. Let me put this on. Kapatkas says in the chat, have you guys seen Stan Lee talking about swearing? It's gold. Yes, I have seen that clip. I have shared it with so many people because it's so funny hearing Stan say fuck <laughs> several times over. Hello, the kids are coming home from school, so it's grandkid hour. Oh, look. He's oh, hello. Look, he's got baby Yoda and I got... Oh, fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> he said, no, it's Grogu. He's just going to correct the vibe. <laughs> yeah, you can I learn these things, Pops. <laughs> okay, look. That guy right there that was just in here, he created a character that will be in Mojo Risen number two. Fantastic. So he's a character creator, okay? Mm. <laughs> I love saying that. That's so cool. He drew a picture for me once and he told me what the guy's powers were and everything. And uh, Manuel Soto is the artist for Mojo Risen. And I sent him the picture and I was like, look, man, look what dude did. 
and Manny took the character and drew it out like legit and sent it back. And then him and Roger talking, and before you know it, they're putting the character in the book. And I was just like, Oh, that's fantastic. <laughs> that kid also said, when I die, he's taking my group over. So this doesn't end with pops. I just want you to know that. <laughs> you know. There will be a legacy. Oh, yeah. He, take, he, he definitely will be taking the group over. There's no doubt in my mind about that. That is awesome. Else, he, I found this. that He drew this. Okay. Yeah. Looks like we got a little Obama, right? <laughs> yeah. He drew a little Obama and a little Trump. <laughs> a little Obama and a little Trump. <laughs> neither one of these are in any way derogatory. My little boy understands respect in the office. Yes. Okay? My little grandson, yeah. I mean, he, he understands respecting the office of the presidency. Not so much who the president is. Yeah. Well, you got to respect the office, Okay. He understands that you know it's there's so much division y'all don't teach division yeah absolutely no absolutely because that that's one of the things that i really love about the facebook group comic related madness is the fact that it's like switzerland like there are people <laughs> from from all from all over the political spectrum and they getting... ain't got the money they got trust me <laughs> yeah, that's true, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> But you know, it, it's kind of like what I want to do with this show is is make it that neutral where it's like, look, I don't care if you're left, right, up, right. down, back, front, you're welcome on here. Just don't be a dick. <laughs> you know? As long as you're not a dick, you can come on. Yeah, I mean, I have I've, I've had people from Comicsgate and people that are um, supreme supporters of the LGBTQ community back to back in Chronicon and Chronicon and nobody has ever said anything to me. Yeah. None of them has said, oh I can't be next to that guy. I can't be in that in Chronicon if that guy's gonna be in it or that person's gonna be in it. Or that happened the very first Chromcon. Some people I put together like a chat yeah. where all the guests could talk, right? Because I didn't know what I was doing and I wanted to have a way to get everybody's attention if something came up or whatever, you know. Two people start arguing in the chat. And one of the guys says, I can't be in your con if that guy's going to be in your con. I was like, bye. What am I going to do? I'm not the police. I can't tell dude what yeah. to say or how to think. Yeah. You know, I mean, I'm not going to exclude him because he has an opinion. I have an opinion. Yeah, absolutely. You know? I mean, so that only happened that first time, though, way back in April where somebody bailed out, right, because of yeah. somebody else's beliefs. And I was like, Whoa, that was when I was trying to figure out what the hell was going on. I didn't know Comics Kate. I didn't know none of that shit, right? Yeah. And that happened to me in that chat during my first con. And then I had questions. I was trying to figure out what the fuck's going on. <laughs> so I publicly asked some questions. I got some answers and I was cool after that. You know, but in the beginning, I didn't all I knew was some people were trying to sabotage my con from the inside. And I didn't know what the hell was going on. I was like, what is this sides crap? What is, what is all yeah. this? You yeah. know? And I got my answers. And it's like, hey, man, when somebody was trying to tell me that, like, like you know, Ethan was this and Ethan. I was like, Ethan's funny as fuck. You guys need to chill, man. Did everybody forget how to laugh? Did everybody forget how to laugh? Richard Pryor, y'all. Yes. Get 
Come exactly. on, man. Exactly. I see too much of this like face. See, when I came in the middle of that crap, I was just like, wait a minute. I'm from a whole different generation. I'm from a whole, I come from just a different place where we all got along, giggled our ass off. <laughs> yes. I'm just from a different, I didn't understand what was happening. And some people, you know, attacked me from both sides. Hmm. More from one side than the other, and I'm, you know, we understand yeah. how that can happen because yeah. one side is definitely more aggressive about cancel culture and shit like that. Yeah, you know, okay, we understand that. Whatever. I didn't, I didn't know what was going on. I just knew somebody was trying to like blow guests out of my con for for their opinion, and I was like, wait a minute, this is America. Hmm. Free speech. Everybody's allowed to, you know, believe in what That's they believe. Right. We're not going to go out here in the con and be talking about that stuff. So, yeah, what does it matter if he has that? If that's who he is in his opinion, what is what yeah. did it matter? He wasn't going to go out in the con and be telling everybody, "Hey, y'all got to believe this and go this way and do that." He was going to come out here and talk about his book. Yeah, the way it should be. That's how everybody does, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. In in. 11 cons we've cut one guy off short wow just okay, one so we're talking about a lot of segments okay you know 500 segments of crom con and we've cut one guy off short and it wasn't even because he was really being wrong he just said the wrong thing and it was like we ain't gonna let this explode yeah you know i mean he said the wrong thing, and we weren't gonna let it explode. I wasn't even there actually, so I don't even have to claim any of that. I was at my wedding. <laughs> it wasn't my call. I wasn't there, but somebody did get you know bumped a little early in their segment for for going in the wrong direction. She happens. What can you say? Oh, but I, was there. I didn't do it. <laughs> <laughs> Compartacus in the chat says, sorry I ain't been around too much lately, Lucy. Life is getting busy again. Don't worry about it, man. I completely hey. understand. Life is busy for everyone at the moment. We yeah, we all get busy. it, man. That means things are getting good again, I hope. I hope that exactly. means making money and, and things are starting to pull back up. That's what I hope that means. Yeah, absolutely, man. Absolutely, because it does seem like since the Christmas period, things have gone like a bit quiet, and now it's all starting to pick back up again. And that's a really nice thing to say, uh, to see even. There's there's so many new books that are hitting Kickstarter and Indiegogo, and my credit card is trembling in fear because of it. <laughs> man, someday I will be able to purchase every book that i want to purchase yes someday okay now how that's going to come about i don't really know but it's you know i feel like i'm i'm putting in the work at some point it's all going to come back you know to me in in a different form you hmm. know somehow i know i can't wait until grand rapids comic con if it goes off because I'll actually get to go meet some of these people that I've been talking to for months. Yes. And actually walk up on them and shake their hand. And dude, that's gonna be fun. That's I'm gonna, gonna be from con from the floor of a con. That's Where gonna I'm be walking awesome. around and I'm interviewing people and the people on the other side of the table. Why are you buying this guy's stuff? 
You know what I mean? It's like, what do you like about this guy? I mean, they're like, what, what do you mean? Ah, it's okay. I know him. What do you like about him? Come on. <laughs> <laughs> so, you, you said earlier that with Chromecon, you know, it's grown. You've got onto NSC Live TV with it, and that you know, one of your goals is right. We're gonna get, we're gonna get your guys' books into the local comic shops. Yeah. Do you ever think a part of the growth for Chromecon could be an actual physical Chromecon convention? Well, I mean, I don't know. That would in, that would involve a whole lot of money that I don't have. That would involve people <laughs> sponsoring it and, and yeah. having like a. I mean, I live out in the boonies, a small town. Right? It ain't like there's no big place to have something like that here. Hmm. I would have to set something up with somebody else probably who's already a con promoter that already has those kind of connections or the, you know that kind of a thing that they could just like slide the name Cromcon up on there and <laughs> you know um there is a place here real close in Elkhart Indiana called uh the Hall of Heroes Museum and I would love to hook up with them guys and do yeah. something because they do a they do a smaller con every year and I'd love to be part of what they got going on. Um, but as far as, I mean, I'd really like to at some point, and, and it's sort of being talked about a little bit, but mm -hmm. develop some kind of a crowdfunding site that is just for comic people. It's not for lawn chairs and all that crap. We tried to do this once before. We ran into issues with the people that were trying to do it they didn't have the greatest reputation i didn't know that i'm trying to help me out and they were, next thing you know i'm a bad guy and it's like well i backed all the way out of all that not surprised you know like left them people behind you know like everybody that was arguing about it just left, left them all behind now i'm in a different place we're doing something different moving forward and i still have that dream hmm. of putting you guys in a place where your books are on a crowdfunding site of its own where retailers can go get a dozen, two dozen, whatever of yes. your books and put them on their freaking shelves, you know? Yes. And it's like this, it's a, it's a dream. Okay. But what good are, you know, how, where, where do realities come from y'all, you know? Yeah. I mean, I hope, I hope that at some point we can make something like that happen because I don't care about lawn chairs. I want something that's like dedicated to you guys, your needs to be able to edit your, your Kickstarters, you know, whatever to, mm -hmm. uh, to just to represent you guys and to represent your, your fans. Yeah. Not political stances or charities or anything else. The books, the people yes. who make the books, the indie community mm -hmm. as a whole. Yeah, okay, we got too much of this. I won't buy anything on Kickstarter. I won't buy anything oh, on Indiegogo. Yeah, fuck all that. <laughs> These two platforms kill half of you guys' sales. Yeah, they really do. And even if you use them both, you still there's some people that are like, oh, see, I missed out on the first print of that. I don't want to know. Yeah. Okay, collectors. You know, it's like, mm -hmm. oh, well, that came out on Indiegogo, or that came out on Kickstarter first, and the Indiegogo copy is great, but it's not the first print. I don't get stuff off Kickstarter, so I missed out because of whatever I, you know, opinions or whatever. People really let this crap affect way too much of their lives. Oh, don't they just way too much of their lives? People, mm. great artists, great art. 
Yeah. All art is subjective. Either you're going to like it or you're not. But don't ever tell somebody else not to buy somebody's book. Don't yeah. ever tell somebody not to buy somebody's book. You don't have to like it. You don't have to promote it. You don't have to ever talk about it. But don't tell somebody not to buy somebody's book. That's taking, that's taking dinner off somebody else's table. Not only that, as I, as I was saying to John Hervey yesterday... If I have someone who says, don't buy that guy's book, you want to know why this guy's an asshole, he's hateful, he's this, that, and the other, it's just going to make me go, really? What are you being? Yeah. Yeah. What are you being? You know, it's like, but what are you doing right now? Because that's the first thing that goes through my mind is he didn't call me and tell me not to buy your book. Mm. Absolutely. So that person's being the bigger man. I go by how it comes to me personally. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? It's like, if somebody comes off at me like an idiot, I'm probably not going to promote their book. That's fair. You know, I mean, give me respect. Hey, I'm giving you free promotion. Give me respect. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Don't, don't jump on my personal page and start an argument with me and then start insulting me because I'm probably going to forget you exist in my group too. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? It's like mm-hmm. I'm just going to forget about you. I don't treat you like that. I learned not to go, you know, when I started doing this, I learned not to go on other people's pages. It took me a little while. I went through some rough times, got into some scraps with people. <laughs> I've gotten to the point where I don't go on other people's pages anymore yeah. on Facebook, okay? I post a little bit of stuff on my personal page, and, and I've already learned that even posting on my personal page, I'm going to get them people that always got something to say. They're going to oh, yes. part everything you say. Mm-hmm looking for something they can use against you and like i said i'm willing people it's like i'll own i own what i say and who i am so basically you're just gonna pick apart me going "Uh uh-huh yeah i said that that was me (laughs) and i'm not gonna apologize for it i I mean you know i did six years for weed i watch people I'm, i'm looking at people who walk away from treason yeah. They get slapped on the arm. They get a little bit of probation time for committing treason. Mm. And I got six years over some freaking weed. Don't talk to me about any of this shit. I'm as progressive <laughs> as you can be when it comes to some things, but I'm as conservative as you can be when it comes to others. We all have those values that yeah. we get from life experience. Yeah. Not exactly. from what you see on TV. Yeah, use your life experience and just your basic common sense. It'll get you through most of the stuff. <laughs> Damn fucking straight, man. Damn straight. Uh, Zachary's in the chat and he says, "I live in constant fear my credit card will be blocked after my bank suspects fraud from supporting all these creators." Zachary, you are a beautiful person because you live that. in that fear. There's that. that- there, there's that, a friend of ours, Trish, Trish Bergston, Trish and Mike. They're super backers as well, and I bet they totally get that. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Absolutely, but it means that you have helped bring so many creators' passions and dreams to life, and that's a beautiful, beautiful thing. Uh, Bree in the chat says, "If I ever have a bestseller, I will make a generous donation to make live Cromcom happen." <laughs> Look at that. She also says, can't promise that'll happen, though. Personally, a little insecure about the odds, but the intention is set. We're going to hold you yeah. to that, Bree. Oh, oh, no, see, it's not, it's, it's not like we're going to hold you to that now. We're going to try to help you get there now. Yes. <laughs> yes. 
promotions is what I do. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. It's meant to be. <laughs> so get her done and we'll get her out there, baby. That's <laughs> we started, like I say, we started this in April. We had like four or 500 people. The group is up to 2,100. We're just yeah. knocking on the door of 2,100 people. And it's comic people. Yeah. I do not pad the numbers. Joe Blow doesn't get in the group unless he's in four or five comic groups and cares about comics. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? So it's not like some of these groups where they just let anybody in. Bang, 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 bang. And yeah, there's 25,000 people in the group, but like 2,000 to care. Mm. You know, This is 2,000 comic people. Yeah. I look at the, the group analytics and it's usually like every month you, it'll tell you how many people like um, commented or liked or interacted with the group in the last 28 days. And it's always 80%, 90% of the people in the group that at least throw a like out there somewhere. Yeah. You know, so people are looking. We're, we're you know, we're doing the best that we can on the exposure thing that, uh, hooking up with with Kevin over there was amazing. That gave us a, a great boost coming up toward 2,000. Blew right past 2,000 members in the group. Yeah. Uh, the YouTube channel is blew right past 200 just last week. I was, nice. I was like, well, can I get one more and get to 200? Bam, I'm at 225. <laughs> it's like, you know, it's really starting to take off. All, all the... Uh, interaction with the people on twitter you know with shay and everybody you know they're they're throwing my my tag out there now people are starting to get to know who i am it's been amazing man i love doing this it is awesome man and i just want to say a quick thank you to Copartacus for dropping all these links in the chat okay cap I know that you've got a YouTube channel and that could do with a few more subscribers. Don't be shy. Share that link in the yes. chat as well, yes. good sir, because people will want to see your content and people will want to see the content that Pops produces on his YouTube channel. You can find a link to that in the description box down below. We also have Zachary who says, you know, there's probably a lot of people my mum knows that don't like her, but I'm not going to stop talking to my mum because some halfwits don't like her. Well said. Fucking well said, Zach. That's so fucking true. I love it. Yeah. Right. And, I have heard about and, so many people who have been like, yeah, I've stopped speaking to my parents because and, they and, voted yeah, for someone that I don't people like. People out there so, trying to tell Zach not to talk to his mom. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Unless it's my friend Steve. <laughs> 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 that's a little in joke from the last crumb con i highly recommend you go back and watch the replay to learn about that uh but mr yeah, tickle trunk two hours the last two hours of part two of crumb con europe <laughs> if you if you want to giggle your ass off go watch that that's all i got to say. oh absolutely so i don't think glenn's recovered from that yet <laughs> i haven't seen much of him except a little bit of that was so awesome and excellent right afterwards but I haven't seen much of him <laughs> Well, funnily enough, I better mention now, uh, Glenn, who we're talking about, he's the editor, the creator of Comics Unlimited, a bi-monthly comic book magazine that you can purchase from Amazon. And he actually got in touch with me. I'm going to be uh, appearing as part of a two-part article in issues five and six of Comics oh. Unlimited. And, it, and for issue six, 
I'm going to be the guy who's drawing the cover for issue six, nice. and it's a Lady Satan cover, which is even better. Nice. Dude, I'm uh, telling you, see, this, these are the kind of things at, from every CromCon, okay, there's been somebody that's come to me afterwards and go, man, your show was so awesome. I hooked up with this guy, and we're going to do this. And yes. it's like every after every one, somebody comes to me. Now it's like five, six, seven different collaborations or, yes. or you know, possibilities for networking or like uh in danny morales case he works for the collective down in florida a comic mm. store yeah and his goal in life is to put indie comics on the shelves there they actually have a wall dedicated to indie books awesome and he started watching CromCon every after every one he's got getting somebody else on the shelf there after every CromCon, he's like, he's always hitting me up, dude. I got so and so coming down there now. You know, he's like, he's really excited and enthusiastic and a youngster. But yeah, dude, all the enthusiasm that I have for this is like he has it tenfold. Oh, that's for, brilliant. For putting you guys on the store shelves. And it's like his little movement is expanding to other stores. Other people are picking up, up on that excitement and do and starting to do that. DC helps us out wonderfully by cutting 75 particular <laughs> titles and opening up spots on the retail shelves. Take advantage of it. Yes. Take advantage of it. Get a hold of people like Liberty Distributing. Um, yeah. Get a hold of these people that are trying to put your books on retail shelves. Do it. Yes, it's going to be so worth it to see your book on a shelf. Mr. Tickletrunk says, I can look at art I don't like the style or subject matter of, but still be able to see that it's good art. Don't you think there's something about art that isn't subjective? I mean, obviously there's things that are like, evil that i don't think are like subjective in art <laughs> but you know i mean for the most part when it comes to people's books and stories it's it's subjective somebody some yeah. people might like it some people won't and you're gonna find that in every single episode issue of every single book ever written some people are gonna like it and some people won't as long as it's not like just straight encouraging people to go out and be fucking evil, hmm. I'm down with it. You know, I mean, that's. <laughs> <coughs> I, I, I stand by what Joaquin Phoenix said in 8mm. One person sees it and throws up, the other person sees it and falls in love. Yep. It's as simple as that. It really is. Because believe you me, I've seen some stuff out there that I thought, no, that, that that's where we start becoming objective and it's it's objectively bad. And then you see so many people falling in love with that stuff and you realize, oh yeah, it is subjective. That there's no such thing as looking at a piece of art and saying, really? Yeah, but objectively it's bad. No, when when you start doing that, it's like you've started to forget what subjective really means. Exactly. I look at it like this. The art sells or it doesn't. Yeah. Okay. If it's not subjective, ain't nobody buying it. <laughs> <laughs> If there's a market for it, it's obvi obviously subjective. Mm, absolutely. You know? Absolutely. So, as, as sad as that sounds, I realize that that means 
you know, there's some, <laughs> there's some things that are still deep end, but what can you say if there's a market for it? Yeah. The person is supplying a niche for somebody who is a collector or a, you know, fan of that. In yeah. And, and if, you don't, if you don't believe us, then find out about a little comic book that was made called Amputee Love. <laughs> okay. That that will teach you that art is subjective very quickly. <laughs> and that, I mean, if I remember correct, that thing sold pretty good. Yeah, it did. It did, but yeah, trying good. to find an original copy now is like trying to find rocking horse shit. It's, it's yeah. so fucking difficult. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, I mean... Obviously, I'm a fan of the old underground stuff. Mm. Yeah. I mean, as soon as I found out about comics, then it was like, okay, well, I'm a bit of a head. You understand mm. what that means? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Might call me an old hippie earlier, pretty much, except I'm not so much flower in love. <laughs> okay, not so much flowers in love, more like, yeah, okay, I don't want to kill them. <laughs> you're like from that bill hicks joke where where that guy's going eh, eh, and then the cop says smoke this it's the law yeah there you <laughs> and go it goes, sorry i thought i was taking life too seriously there sorry Dude, about that I'll, i wish everybody would just smoke one and chill every time i see <laughs> one of them arguments break out it's like and people get mad when i say that too I know, right? It's like, man, why don't you just smoke a joint, chill out? Oh, fucking party, whatever. It's like, man, I can't get a break. <laughs> He's trying to be a peacemaker and still I'm the asshole. Yeah. No, I, man, I love everybody until they come at me stupid. Yes, absolutely. And everybody knows that. You yeah. know, I mean, I have so many great friends. And that's yeah. what they are as friends. They don't have labels uh, um, um, descriptions before friend. Yeah, they're my friends. Yeah, the way it should be. Everybody needs to figure this out. <laughs> <laughs> like last night, John John Hervey was in Shay's stream. Oh yeah, yeah. And you know they were talking about you know, um, I can't remember white supremacy or something. And I was like, poor John. <laughs> He's like, John's my friend. I've known John longer than any of you people. <laughs> you <know>? <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to make sure everybody knew in the chat that it was like, it ain't about all that. John's my friend. He's my friend. He's not my black friend. He's my yeah, exactly. friend. Yeah. You know? And it was, and it's funny because I have known John longer than everybody that was in that <laughs> panel. You know, John's been in CromCon a few times, you know, hmm. you know, going back a ways. And it was like, Shay and Wolvo and all those guys are people I've just recently met through yeah. the through the different podcasts and stuff. Because I promote everybody's podcasts. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, I I got my own to do tonight. It's just you know, it's it's fun, man. Exactly. Promoting everybody's stuff, and and for me, it's all been having a blast. This last year, as bad as it's been, yeah, as bad as 2020 was, I mean, even us financially, it wasn't the best year, whatever, you know, I couldn't mm. get near the stuff like I was getting the previous years for yeah. the collection. I really had to back off, 
you know, spending yeah. a lot. Okay. Yeah. We got hit just like most people did. Yeah. But I had so much fun. Yes, absolutely. Becoming part of the indie or what I like to call the indie street. Hmm. Instead of the industry. The industry. <laughs> okay. Becoming part of this community is like the whole thing was basically a life direction change for me. Yeah. Okay. I mean, really was. I never knew I was gonna end up doing any of this kind of stuff. No, no one could have predicted it. Found my calling, I feel. Hmm. That this is what I'm supposed to be doing is helping everybody promote their stuff. It's just like, you know, it just like seems natural. Yeah. Having a blast. Don't want anybody stepping on my good time, man. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm having fun. And it's like, you know, just want to keep having fun. <laughs> Damn straight. Don't we all, man? Don't we all? Copartacus says in the chat, I've bought stuff from both Indiegogo and Kickstarter. Kickstarter put me off because of how they run campaigns and deal with postage. Don't care about the politics. Right. Absolutely. I think you and I were talking about this before, where we want to take like the best parts of both platforms. Yes. The best parts of both platforms and combine, take the yeah. best of both and make one good one that everybody likes to use. Yeah, absolutely. That's, absolutely. that's what I want to do. And, and believe me, man, um, if I had any kind of fundage, we'd already be, this would be being built. Mm. You know? I mean, I'd already be doing this because I really want myself to be able to go to my local comic store yeah. and get your book yeah, without having to pay 25 bucks to have it shipped to me. Oh, God, yes. Okay. I want to be able to go and buy everybody's book at my local comic store. Now, how is that going to happen? That's only going to happen if all your books are in one place where they can check them out. And there's retailer tiers where they can go okay i can make a buck off that because yes. they're retailers they gotta make a buck man they gotta yeah. you know so you gotta like think about it this way okay if they're gonna take 15 or 20 copies of my book i'm gonna cut them a break on this tier right here yeah damn straight okay now they have that sort of hmm. but that can be you know made so much better where you can set your own pricing for everything and and you know i mean it can be done so much better than than the way they have it set up hmm. the best of both of them could make one great crowdfunding platform oh damn straight and you it know, is so badly needed it is i don't want somebody to say i don't want to use your i don't want to use your platform because and i'm going to be because why we'll fix it yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's I'm the way saying? it should be. We don't get that from them, though. You mm. don't get that from IEG, IGG, and you don't get that from Kickstarter. You get whatever they're offering you. Yeah. If if we could build one where people, where comic people could make input, I don't like this part about it. Can we can we tweak this somehow? Yeah, let's get together and talk about it. Transparency in front of everybody go online get people together talk about how can we make this better what can we do for you as a yes. comic creator to make this fit for you what can we do for you as a retailer mm. how, what do we tell the comic creator to get them to price these so they fit where you can get into where i can go buy my books without paying for shipping all the time kickstarter still getting theirs 
if you see what I'm saying, we're not cutting yeah. anybody out hmm. or not Kickstarter, but the crowdfunding platform is still getting their fee for the sales made to the retailer, yep. whatever. Mm-hmm. Everybody's still, we're not cutting anybody out except those two people that don't care about us. Those two platforms that don't care about us. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? That's the only, yeah. the only ones would be cut out. It'd be, you'd be building one that makes all the creators happy, the fans happy, the people that matter to comics and that's the way it should be man that's the way it should be mr tickle trunk says yes treat <laughs> politics like a salad bar not a sports team bravo mr tickle trunk bravo that is so well said and yes. cap is still issues, not people issues not people yes yes absolutely and we've had a few new people join us in the chat we now have not my monkeys not my circus good evening good sir how the devil art thou uh we've also got bristolian dave in the chat as well and we also have my main man adams adams good evening good sir how the devil art thou it's so nice to see all you people i'm trying to get to all your comments but i'm i, I struggle at the best of times to do that um let me see that's why i have a fill bro see that's why i have a fill <laughs> yes i need a fill i really you know? do <laughs> <laughs> bristolian dave says whoever can get their books down to a similarish price to the big two and get them in front of more people will be on to a winner i agree with you so badly on that one dave i really do because i mean at the moment the shipping thing is always going to be the biggest pain in the ass, right? I mean, it's not even just with um, with crowdfunding. Like recently, Ed Piscor from Cartoonist Kayfabe, he started launching pre-orders for Red Room issue one, which is being published through Fantagraphics. It's like this, uh, it's a double-sized issue one. So I was like, okay, I've been watching the progress on that. I really want that book. It's a it's a hardcore outlaw comic. It's right up my street. So I go straight to Fantagraphics. $6.99. Now we're talking. Yes, I like this. And then the shipping came into account. And all of a sudden, I'm paying $40 for this book. And, you know, I, I wanted the book, so I paid for it. But there was that part of me that was like, really, though, that much for shipping? This is we've got to try and fucking figure something out with this and with the crowdfunding we need to figure that out and we also need to figure out the pricing for individual books as well and trying to get some of those prices down and we do have people that are are doing this now where where they're like somebody over there who has a big fan base over here has somebody Mm -hmm. over here doing their printing and fulfillment yeah so that you're not paying to ship it over here from over there it's being yeah. printed here and distributed here. Yeah. You know, so I mean there's that's that's one of the things I think that Liberty's trying to help is some of the mm. overseas people get their stuff printed here in the states and distributed here in the states. Yes. So they don't have to pay to ship it to the states. Yes. It's freaking ridiculous. I know uh I think um geez, who is it? Larry Rebel Comics. I think he does that with Wellspring Comics here in the States. He lives in Canada. And I think Mm. Wellspring does all his printing and, and, you know, gets it out for him. Except, of course, the stuff he's going to sign has to go back to him and then get out. But, you know what I mean? It's like, for the most part, you can still get a copy of the book. Yeah. 
You know, it might not get signed. You, may, you know, there's the difference right there. If you got to have a signed Lucifer Storm, Lady Satan, then you pay for that shipping. Yeah. But if you're good with just getting the book over here, then he can just have somebody over here that's printing them as well and, yeah. and distributing them. See, and that's the kind of stuff that what we're trying to get happen, where everybody's going to have access to everybody's stuff. We yes. need a central, a seriously grand central station mm. for comics and for the comic community. Now, NSC Live TV has like the top 50 retailers, a channel to all their shops on their, on their uh, website. They got podcasters, everybody's, you know, everybody's groups, Facebook groups, everything. You go there. I got a channel for my group. I have a channel for my YouTube Yep. Show. I have uh, actually crime card online, but we ain't talking about it yet. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, we got things going on. You know, I mean, yeah. it's we have to grow. We started this. It's moving mm -hmm. forward. We have to keep moving it forward. We have to keep pushing the goalposts farther away and making it better and better and better for ourselves. Or we're gonna fall back into diamonds bullshit. Yes. Well, they're yes. the only ones in control of whose books get put on store shelves. We got to bust this bubble wide open now while the opportunity is there. I'm yeah, telling you, right. we have to do this. You know, there isn't uh there ain't an easy way to do it. So you start calling people. You start talking to the retailers around you. You do whatever you got to do. You go online to the big ones, the, the midtowns and the uptowns and the poor boy or whoever the hell, you know, the biggest ones. And you say, hey, man, do you want to buy a few copies of my book? Yeah. Put them on the store shelves so people like me can get them because I can't yeah. afford to have everything shipped. I really yeah. can't. <laughs> Damn straight, man. Damn you know, straight. I, I mean, I was looking at it. I had, you know, we got like 10 or 12 books last year through Kickstarters and, and Indiegogos and whatnot. And when you add all that shipping in that I paid, mm. I could have got five, six more books. Yeah. Yeah, I easily. Book. <laughs> I want the books. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Store shelves is where it's at. And we talked about that other thing, too, that print run thing. Hmm. You know, yes. I mean, we're not touching what can be done. Yeah, absolutely. We're not touching what can be done. Yeah. We just need we just need the promotion and the and the and the hub, the network hub to make yes. it happen. Absolutely. You know? Absolutely. We all we all need to work together on that. Cause at the end of the day, we're all in the same boat. So why paddle in different directions and get fucking nowhere? And and it and the whole thing is is even though your book ain't the same as my book, we're still trying to go the same direction. Yeah. Towards sales. Yeah. Okay. Now, if I start going that way just because you're going that way, we just split the sales in half regardless. Yeah. You know, it's like stick side by side. This fan base might bounce off that one. Don't go, oh that guy sucks. <laughs> Stay here next to Duke because his fan base might bounce off you. There might be a few people in his fan base that like what you're doing too. Exactly. Don't discourage them from checking out what he's doing. Yeah. Damn straight. You know, Work together. Help each other out, man. 
it, it is it is definitely to the better of everybody to promote everybody. Yes. Hit that share button. This is not a competition. Look, Ev can sell books. Polito can sell books. Capullo can sell books. These guys got the following. Yeah, you're not going to beat them in a competition. Quit trying. <laughs> yeah, Don't compete exactly. with each other. Don't yeah. compete with each other. Encourage each other. Encourage your fans to check out that guy's stuff too. Exactly. He might not. He might not buy your something this week. He might not buy what you got this week. He might buy what Lucifer's got this week. Yeah. That helps Lucifer eat. Don't tell him not to buy Lucifer stuff and buy my. You know, just it's yeah, like yeah. everybody, man. Hit that share button just for the hell of it. Yeah, damn straight, damn straight. Yeah. Uh, listen, guys, uh, we're going to be wrapping up in just a second, so I'm going to try and take a couple of more of your uh, of your comments real quickly. We got Zachary who what asks, "90 minutes ain't long enough." Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Zach, Zachary says, "Best company for comic book graphic novel printing. The one I recommend is called Mixam. I I know it's here available here in the UK. I don't know if anyone's using it in the US. I believe." believe some people are using it in the u.s so try google mixam and you won't be disappointed everyone's ranting and raving about them guys they are fucking i have heard about them i heard that they're a little on the high end of the scale yeah when it comes to cost but yeah it depends on what you're putting out if if you want to put out the best quality product that you can then you pay a little extra for the high dollar shit right yeah so damn straight um, I know Comics Wellspring is doing good stuff here now. Uh, I know that that's Randy Zimmerman, Barry, and all those guys at any moment. Oh, yeah, yeah. They've been talking about Comics Wellspring a lot, so I'll throw them out there. Um, basically, though, do your research. There's some really good mm. companies that are popping up right now because the opportunity is there. Yeah. You know, I'm not sure. I can't even remember who does Polito stuff, but his stuff is great. Um, yes. The the book that William Samuel Quentin did, the Forty Seven Furious Tales, mm, yeah, the quality of that book is freaking awesome. Talk to him about who printed his. I'm not sure, but they print in the in in the quality and the quantity where you're talking about having a um, retail campaign and pricing for that kind of stuff. William Samuel Quentin is one of the people I am am more than happy to send people to for advice. When it comes to putting together a large campaign, putting together a campaign that's going to extend into in demand, it's going to extend into what you can do at your table when they finally put the cons back up, actually printing thousands of books because that's what you want to do is sell thousands of books and yes. the cost involved in that. William is the guy. William Samuel Quentin, 47 Furious Tales. Very knowledgeable on the business end of this i think he's got like seven successful kickstarters been doing you know i mean games all kinds of stuff dudes done so you know really smart fantastic fantastic man and mr tickle trunk says well if sales are large enough you can use them to talk to stores and convince them to carry books so it's like taking on the risk ourselves as buyers so we can save in the future well if you, if you build up a rapport with somebody and you send them a PDF copy of your book, now most store owners know if their customers are going to like something like this and they'll be, what can we do? What kind of deal can you do for me? Because in the end, a retailer's got to make their buck. 
They got to pay the yeah. rent. They got to pay the store. The you know, so basically though, you got to get their interest. Mm. Okay. Now most of them are paging through a diamond book, and they're seeing yeah. a cover, and a price, and that's. Yeah. You know, maybe a little synopsis for somebody who paid a whole bunch to have a half page ad in the diamond book or whatever. Yeah. But do you see what I'm saying? Mm. It's still not like the store owner buys everything in the diamond book. It's not like the store owner has time to look at everything in the diamond book. But if the store owner had a, um, let's say, a crowdfunding platform where they could go and they could go horror. horror what horror comics are up here? Because that's yeah. what a lot of my fans like that come into my store. And there's all the horror stuff that yes. you guys have to offer. And the pricing for quantities. And the whole freaking works right there. You know, the little posters or whatever you throw in for the retailer. Or the exclusive cover for the retailer. Or whatever you yeah. want to work out. But this is, this is the goal. Okay, this is like end game. This is where we want it to be. Yes. While you're trying to get there, you call people like Barry and Granite, Liberty Distribution, and you talk to them about what they can do to get you on some store shelves. Because that's yeah. what they're trying to do. Yeah, you absolutely. Know? And like back in the day when like I was trying to get stores interested in like my work and stuff, what I would do is if they were close by, I'd like hop on a bus, hop on a train or whatever, and I would pitch to them the same way I would pitch to a publisher. And I would show them what I've got and I would tell them like my reputation. I would show them numbers and be like, do you want to supply my book? And you'd either get a yes or a no. And it's amazing how many times you get a yes. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I know. So, there's, there's definitely, I see what Tickle Trunk is saying about the PDFs too, is they tend to get around people, private books. So you be careful about who you give a PDF to. I've had dozens of people send me a PDF and I have never shared it with anybody. I have people send me art all the time. Don't show this to nobody. I don't show it to nobody. That's all about the people you're dealing with and their own personal integrity. Yeah. Okay. You send me something and you tell me don't show this to nobody. Ain't nobody going to see it. Yeah. That's just the way it is. You know, because yeah. I like the fact that I have the largest collection of shit nobody can see. <laughs> the thing is with, with the pdf thing you do have to take that risk because personally like I, I i've known a couple of people who like you know they've they've heard of a book like i knew just one guy he had never read sin city and i was like you should check it out so do you know what he did he pirated sin city he read all the books he then went out and bought all of them because he loved it because whether we like it or not the piracy thing is similar to if i'm at if i'm at the my local pub and someone says oh man i haven't read the crow i can go borrow my copy right it saves them downloading it but what is the difference between me lending them my copy or them downloading it if they like it they'll buy it remember remember the fact that word of mouth is what eventually always between us common people is how you know we get a lot of our information about who's got what and what it's about, what's going on. Mm. So if somebody does pirate your PDF and 300 people read it, that's 300 yeah. more people talking about it. Yeah. And Absolutely. they're talking about it. And if they're like me, they're a collector and a PDF just ain't good enough. It's great to check it out. And it's great to read it ahead of time before an interview so that I know what the hell I'm talking about when I'm interviewing yeah. somebody, but it's not my preferred form of, of 
platform. Yeah. Okay. I want it in my hands. I'm a collector, obviously. Okay. Yeah, exactly. I want it in my hands. So PDF, it's all, you know, you got to look at it like that. Okay. I'm flattered that somebody stole my shit and they're showing <laughs> it to everybody. All you can do, all you can do at that point is be flattered and thank you for the free promotion and yes. you know hey if you like it i got physical copies you can come get them y'all at the bottom of every time you see one of their posts selling your shit or whatever right there i got the physical copy if you want to get that instead yeah. you know i mean just hammer their stupidity for stealing your you know for, i yeah. mean just go with it you make the best out of every situation that you possibly can because in the end it's the book that people are talking about that other people are going to buy yeah absolutely and not only that you may be able to download a book you can't download a t-shirt though can you and if someone's downloaded the book and they love it and they see that you've got a t-shirt for sale they will they will quite happily pay money for that t-shirt because they'll be like well i saved money on the book it's the least i can do you know <laughs> i mean like even neil gaiman has talked about this before where um he said that he went to one of his publishers and said you know this book that we're putting out of mine let's put it out for free absolutely free and the publisher was like no 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 you will lose so many sales and he was like i'm running i'm willing to take that risk they put his book out for free and his sales increased by 300%. Mm -hmm. Just got a whole bunch of don't lie. attention. He just yeah. got a whole bunch of people's attention. That's what I'm saying. Promotion is promotion. Um, if somebody took the time to go tell other people about your book, they're, even if they're making a buck off it, selling it to people in clandestinely, which is <laughs> kind of a dick move. Yeah. They still showed it to somebody else, and that person might want a physical copy of it. They exactly. paid a buck for the PDF. Exactly. You know, I mean, if they like it, what's the next step from there? Well, book two ain't going to be on the free PDF. Yeah. You know, and, and if they liked it, they're going to be ordering book two right away as soon as it hits that Kickstarter. They're not going to be waiting to see if it becomes free later. Yeah, and if they see that, that there's no digital perk for book two and they're like, oh, but I've got book one in digital <laughs> and I want book two and it's going to look weird just having book two in physical. Oh, look, there's a perk for book one and two. I think I'll go for that because, you know, the credit card says I can. <laughs> and that's the other thing. When you're making them, when you're doing book two, book three, book four, always have a perk for going back. Yes. Some people Absolutely. are just now seeing it for the first time. They didn't catch book one and book two. Always yeah. something, reprint some, whatever you got to do. Yeah. You know, always make sure book one, book two, book three is available as you get on to book two, book four, book five, and book six. Yeah. Not all of us were there. Look, I jumped into Tales of Nocturnia, Matt Knowles and Steph Cannon's book. I jumped in on book three. Yeah. Up with book one and two. You know, it's like, I, I did the same with Ilsa Dark by Wally. I, I came in on book three and I was like, oh, look, there's a perk for all three books. Banging. That's exactly what I wanted. So that's exactly what I got. Okay, guys, we're going to take one more comment from the chat. Thank you so much for everyone who's joined in in the chat. And I'm sorry I haven't been able to get to all your comments. This does tend to happen, I'm afraid. This one's from Pancho, who asks, what is your favorite mythological character and why? I'm going to have to split this one. Ooh. I'm going to have to split this one because my favorite Greek mythological character is by all means Odysseus. Cool. The cool. smart guy. 
That's right. The freaking smart one. Yeah. By all means, you know, dude, dude's the one that won the war. I don't give a shit what anybody says. The horse was his idea. He won the war. Whoa. Damn, still falling down the stairs. Are you okay over there? <laughs> Okay. <laughs> and of course Thor. Yeah. Thor was, you know, I mean, Thor's been my favorite for a long, long, long time. Yeah. That's <laughs> awesome, man. That's awesome. Thank you so much for joining in with us, guys. Pops, this has been awesome having you on. I'm not even gonna ask if you'll come on again in the future because I already know what the answer oh, is, yeah. I'm afraid. So you yeah, know it's we gotta happen. drink together sometime. That's all I know. <laughs> oh, you best believe it. That's gonna be an incredibly messy but very funny event when that happens. <laughs> well, it's like I'm one of them people that probably ain't allowed to get a passport anymore. <laughs> Okay, first off, I mean, you know, it's like, nah, I don't yeah. even want to go apply for one. <laughs> <laughs> so if you ever come to do C2E2 or something like that over here, because you made it big and, and you're, you're fucking moving books, which we're going to try to make you that guy. Oh, yeah. That's when I'm going to get to meet you because you're going to be over here hanging out with the big time. Damn you know? straight. Damn straight. That time will come. I'm, you can I, hold man, me to that. All you guys get together, you and Glenn, and and man, all you guys just come over together and and share the expenses of the of the accommodations and everything. Come to C2E2 as a group. We'll make sure you have a blast. I promise. I'll go awesome. to C2E2 for that. I will. Awesome, man. When C2E2's <laughs> back, we shall try and sort something out, man. Pops, thank you so much for joining me this evening. It's been an absolute pleasure as always and i want to say thank you to everyone who's been watching and everyone in the chat you are all officially awesome if anyone says differently let me or pops know and we will correct them okay if, we will put them in the questions that we missed um just um join the comic related madness drop me a drop me a tell on twitter on facebook whatever I'll answer your questions if I, if we missed anything, you know, just like that chat was moving pretty fast. I couldn't even read yes. it all. So <laughs> appreciate everybody inputting, man. That's awesome. Oh, I love yeah. when we have, you know, people in the chat and interaction and everything. That's what it's about, man. Get the word Hell out, yeah. share everybody's stuff. Hell yes. And if you take a look in the description box down below, you will find links to the Facebook group for Comic Related Madness. You will find links to Pops on Twitter, and you will also find a link to Pops on YouTube. I highly recommend that you click on those links and check it all out. I will be back on Friday. And back his book, y'all. Ladies, oh, yes. come on, man. Yes. That book should be kicking it right now. I have it, friends that love that type of stuff. Where y'all hide that? I know, right? I know. It's just one of those things. But we're going to keep pushing it because there is only five days five. left. By the end of this stream, it might even be four days left. So if you want to check it out, the, once again, the link is in the description box down below. And you'll also find the link posted a few times in the chat. Over is anybody doing a countdown party for you? Uh, not yet. Not yet. But I'm sure I, that'll change. We got to talk to Shay. I'll come out. We'll do it on Shay Show. She's got a bigger audience than I do, I think, on YouTube. We'll do it on Shay Show. I'll come out with you and fucking 
time for an hour before it go, that that final hour. Cool, man. Let's make talk it happen. To, talk to her. I'll do it. Yes. Yes, I will do, man. Don't you worry. All I right. will be back on Friday at 8 p.m. Uh, because this one was kind of arranged uh, a little bit earlier today with Rich. Is it Rich Perotta? Rich Perotta. Rich yes. Perotta. Yes. That's the one. He's going to be joining me on Friday. And if you don't know who Rich is, he's currently got a Kickstarter for his new book, which looks absolutely fantastic. And he used to ink for both Marvel and DC Comics. He's worked on some big-ass books. So I'm looking forward to having him on the and show this the Friday. Person that, the person that um, – the likeness for the character in, in his book that he did – Yes. is Sophia Bracani. She's an Italian actress, dude. Check her out. She's awesome. She popped into the feed yesterday. I was like, there's fucking royalty in my feed, dude. I was like, yeah. Because <laughs> oh, she's man. a pretty big star in Italy, man. You know, I was like, I was like, right on. I was pretty jacked about that. So, you know, check that out. That book is awesome. It's called Incantesi. That's the one, Incantesi. You definitely want to check that out. And Rich will talk to us more about that book on Friday. So until next time, guys, take care of yourselves. Take care of each other. Most importantly, though, stay safe and stay awesome. <laughs>